Did you know that through the apps on your phone, government spies on us? You shouldn't worry about that, says privacy advocate Naomi Brockwell. When you downloaded this app, you gave the app permission to access your camera. In this previous video, Brockwell told me, I've foolishly given up my privacy to tech companies and the government. You've probably given location permission, you've given microphone permission. In that short video, I didn't have time to include some of her good points. Let me have a look at your phone. I want to see what, what apps you have on your phone. What she saw made her say, If I were you, I would delete almost all of these apps. First of all, because- I like them. I know you like them, but you're taking your phone around with you everywhere you go. It's an intensely personal device that sees where you're going. It sees every person that's in the room with you, every person you've connected with. It has a microphone, a what camera. What should I delete? Right off the bat, Google Chrome. This is a terrible app for privacy. Google Chrome is notorious for just collecting every single thing that they can about you. Chrome is a browser, which means it's kind of like your gateway to the internet. Yeah, I like that. Well, you like having a gateway to the internet, but do you like all of that information being collected and then broadcast to thousands of different companies? Because Google is not really a search engine, the same way that we used to think of it as like, Google, we can search the web. It's an advertising company. So Chrome is collecting every single thing that it can about you, and it is broadcasting that to thousands of people to see like, who wants to bid on the opportunity to, you know, be in front of this man here. Google is auctioning off your eyeballs, essentially, to advertisers, but it's not just advertisers who are collecting this information. There are thousands of shell companies, of shady companies, of data brokers who are also collecting it and in turn selling it. So the run-on effect from using something like Chrome is huge because it means that so many people then get access to your data. I would delete it. You don't need it. Something like Brave works, works way better. Brave is a browser that's just as good and doesn't collect this information. I would say it's better because it doesn't collect this information. And it works a little bit faster because it doesn't deal with all the ads and the record keeping. Exactly. Every time you load a web page, there's that split second before everything gets loaded because there are these little empty boxes all over the screen and Google's busy auctioning off those eyeballs to all of these people who want to fill the boxes. So there's lag time, it, you know, there's bandwidth that gets taken up through this process. And with Brave, you can block all of this. It's fantastic. What else? We're sensing a pattern here, but Google Maps. I would delete Google Maps. But I need Google Maps. So you don't, you actually have an iPhone here and you have Apple Maps on there. So. Apple and Google both collect a lot of data, but well, Apple sometimes is- sometimes one is better than the other. I like having both. Well, Apple is way better when it comes to privacy. Google is tracking but what's everything. better at finding where I'm trying to go? Well, Apple is actually, I say, on par with Google now. It didn't used to be. It used to be kind of bad, uh, but in the last couple of years, it so has- So just have fewer of these. Have fewer of them, but Apple actually goes out of its way to try to anonymize your data. It it doesn't store in its databases your exact locations. It uses this technique called fuzzing. Good. What else? <laughs> oh gosh, you've got Gmail on here. That's another. They're all Google. But I use Gmail. So I would stop using Gmail. What should I use instead? There are lots of more private email alternatives out there. ProtonMail is a great one. Tutanota is a great one. There are many others. The difference between them is that every email going into your inbox for Gmail is being analyzed, it's being scanned, it's being added to a profile about you. Google has a terrible track record. As soon as you connect to the internet, Android uploads to Google a complete history of where you've been that day. I've made videos about that and asked, is Google doing creepy things to us? 
The answer is yes. Google's former boss says. There's what I call the creepy line, and the, the Google policy about a lot of these things is to get right up to the creepy line but not cross it. Rockwell and others say Google does cross the creepy line. But nothing beats Google's convenience. It remembers my credit cards and my passwords. It fills things in automatically, so I don't go through torture like this. Incorrect password. Is it a capital G or lowercase g? to protect yourself from not losing passwords, and that's a whole other area we could discuss. Uh, but I do understand the trade-off between that. If you put your data outside the control of a company, you have to take responsibility for that data, and that is a trade-off. But I say it's absolutely worth it. Email is so personal. Email is private correspondence about everything in your life. And I think that we should be taking those private communications out of the reach of the companies that want to read them and use the companies that put that data outside of their own reach, that don't read our emails, that have actually made it technologically impossible for them to read our emails. And I think that using those services is also a vote for privacy, to tell the market, give a market signal that we think privacy is important. That's the only way we're going to get more privacy and for it to become easy. The list of apps she says I should delete didn't stop at Google. There are many more. Why do you need an app for Shell? Why do you need it? Why do you need this? You would go buy gas at a station. You need an app to somehow facilitate. Yeah, I don't have to get out of the car. I press a button. It's all ready. It's... It's easy. So you do have to get out of the car because your fuel tank is accessible from the outside. Right, so what okay. are you gaining from using this app? Somehow it's faster and easier. It's No, it's not, John. It, it, just put in a card. Just put in a card. We think that we need an app for every single interaction we do with the business. And we don't realize what we're giving up as a result. All we're being told are the upsides, the conveniences of this. And most people are oblivious to the fact that they're really undermining their privacy. Brockwell showed me what my Shell app tracks on my phone. This long list is publicly visible on the App Store. I never bother to look at any of this stuff, but do they really need... Your purchase history, your contact information, your physical address, your email address, your name, your phone number, your product interaction, purchase history, search history, user ID, product interaction, crash data, performance data, precise location, course location, user... I mean, this goes... The scrolling goes on. They're collecting so much information. The first step before downloading an app Take a look at their permissions. Google and Shell, any others there? I would delete everything here. I don't think that you need an app for half of these things. I, you mean, you've got apps here. I don't want to, I'm not going to tell people what apps you've got on your sure, device. tell them. I don't care. No, you should care. I'm here to tell you why you should care about this stuff. You've got, you've got a New York City COVID app. Why do you need a New York City COVID app right now? Because maybe there'll be a time again I have to prove I'm vaccinated to go to some store. Great. And if that happens, think about downloading it. But before you do, look at the privacy implications of doing so. All right, so. you can delete that. I, I can delete an app? All right. Okay, remove app. Delete app. Delete. Oh, doesn't that feel good? It's like you have one less tracking device on your phone that you're carrying around with you. Doesn't that feel great? And the phone feels lighter it already. It feels lighter. The burden feels lighter. You feel like you have more freedom, less surveillance. It, this is a good feeling. I encourage you, if I'm going to give you homework, I encourage you, just go through and see, like, what's an app that you haven't used in the last month, three months, six months? And you know what? Just delete it. 
And if you need it again, you can always re-add it, but with the awareness that doing so does degrade your privacy and put your data into more hands. Another way to limit data from getting into more hands is to change the apps we use to communicate. Some of my friends now want to text via WhatsApp because it says it's encrypted. WhatsApp is end-to-end -end encrypted and is going to be better than standard SMS. It's nowhere near as private as an app like Signal, uh, which is an open source app that is really secure and is highly regarded by most security what, so experts. So it's secure or it's not secure? WhatsApp collects a lot of data about you. It shares it with its parent company, Facebook. And that data includes, you know, who you are, what time you're calling people, who you're calling, uh, intersection of, of uh, data. It says end-to-end -end encrypted. The content of your messages is end-to-end -end encrypted. Take a look at your default backups of your devices and whether that's just being saved in some cloud. There was a scandal where that was going on for a long time and people thought they had private communications, but actually everything was just immediately available. So even when I think something's encrypted and private, it probably isn't. There was a document that came out that was leaked by Rolling Stone a couple of years ago that showed all the different private messaging apps and how they compared in terms of privacy. And Signal app was the best. WhatsApp was one of the worst. They already have all my data. What's the point of going private now? You can think of it like when you date someone, right? So they know everything about you and you're fine with that. But the moment that you end that relationship, would you still be comfortable with them knowing everything about you going forward? No, you'd probably stop them having access to your Amazon account and your Netflix account and, and access to your email. You probably wouldn't want them to have that information going forward. Privacy comes down to choice, right? It's not that I want everything that I do to remain private. I'm a public personality as well. I show videos of myself doing all kinds of crazy things. I let people in the public watch them. Uh, it's that I deserve to have the right to selectively reveal to the world what I want them to see. And currently that's not Great. the world. Thank you, Naomi Brockwell. Thank you so much. Thanks for watching. If you missed our earlier video about how governments get their hands on this data and why that's a problem, click here.